0: Hey there, it's Lily. We have missed you so much. Oh my goodness. I am finally settled into a routine here in Djibouti. Yes, I'm in Africa. Um, Kara and Aaron and I rearranged our schedules and finally hit the record button. We are so happy to be back with all of you. And today we are talking about decluttering, not just your house, but your mind, body, and soul. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to more Jesus Less Sugar. It has been a hot minute since I have said that. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to be <laughs> back. Um, um, You have Lily here. You have Erin. You have Kara. We are all three together Yay. again. <laughs> so excited. Yes.
1: Officially together.
0: Yes, officially together. More
1: miles than
0: apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're about 8,000 miles apart. Um, and we're we got it to work. So, um, I just wanted to let everybody know, um, the listeners know that I made it over to Africa. I, um, I got all settled in, um, finally. So hopefully getting on a new routine where, um, the ladies and I, we can record, um, on Sunday nights. Um, well, they Sunday nights, my Monday morning. And that was hard for me to understand at first. I'm like, oh wait, we decided Sundays at nine, but wait, that's Mondays at five for me. Okay. Yep. Got it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I think that's what we're going to try to do moving forward. So we're so excited to be back on the air and back together again. And I think we were talking before we had record about being nervous, um, just because we haven't recorded for such a long time. So, um, I told him that I was all giddy trying to call him today through Facebook. So, <laughs> um, But yeah, so today we are talking about decluttering. And so what does that mean? What does that look like? Well, declutter, it means remove unnecessary items from an untidy or overcrowded place. And when I think of that from a leadership perspective, I think of relationships, you know, like, what is my relationship like with the Lord? Do I have time for him? Not only as my leader, but as my healer, as my guide, as my father, or is my time cluttered up with things that are unnecessary? What is standing in the way of my time with the Lord, my family, my work, my employees? We can't create more time. You know, everybody gets the same 24 hours in a day. So what do we need? What do you need to remove? What is unnecessary? This will take some hard work um, for some of us, especially um, if you're like me, who is, I'm very controlling. I can admit that I, I'm learning to let go and to release and to, um, to just not be that control freak. You know, I can't control everything in my life, even though I try, right? I give it to the Lord, but um, if, I just challenge you to look at your day and I bet there are some or many, some or many things that someone else should be doing, but you're doing it because, well, you can, right? But I also look at decluttering as something we need to do within ourselves, remove the shame that we have, that we're holding on to, remove the bitterness so we can start to forgive. Um this week, I also challenge you to declutter your toxic feelings, your toxic relationships, um, because those toxic thoughts and feelings and relationships um, that you have going on, those are the things that are cluttering up your life and that are standing in your way. They're standing in the way of the relationship that you could be having with the Lord, with your family, with, and actually standing in the way of person you are meant to be so um, as I kind of sat and thought about this topic and okay as a leader what can I do to declutter Um, I I'm gonna do this myself I'm challenging myself to do this take a look at my own relationships inside and outside of work what are they based on and is it worth my time organize your office. I tidy up my office, my area um, every day before I leave. Um, I I look at that as um, when I come home and when I, when I come home, my door opens right through my mudroom into my kitchen. And if my kitchen's a disaster, it just sets the tone, right? It's like, oh my gosh, what is happening? So I think Um, I look at that, I look at my office the same way. It sets my tone, right? When I come in in the morning, I want it to be clean and ready to go so I can just dive on in. And then number three, the last thing that I have is when opening an email, instead of just reading it and saying, oh, I'll get back to that or I'll, um, or, oh yeah, I'll forward that on later or whatever, whatever you're telling yourself, action it, action it right away. So when you open your email, read it, action it, and move on to the next one. Um, I had a horrible habit of opening an email, skimming it, like, oh, yep, yep, I know what that is about. And then the next one, oh, yep, yep, I know what that is about, I'll get to it later. And then the next one. But then, you know, you're 20 emails in and you haven't actioned anything yet. And so for me, I read a book about it and I just was like, oh my gosh, it was, it was really, it was very helpful for me is to do that. And that really decluttered my email that deep and that then made me feel better. So when I do pop on and I open up my email, it's not a hot mess. And maybe some of you are already like, oh, Lily, geez, I have the files and I have everything going on and everything's labeled correctly. I'm not that way in my email. So, um, but that's really helped me as to get my fresh perspective of the day and um, just help me feel less decluttered, especially at work, is especially those organizing your office, organizing organizing your email. But um, I'm definitely gonna work on looking at my relationships and what they're built on outside of work and in work, just to make sure that they're built on truth and the foundation of um, you know the Holy Spirit and that, it's moving me in the right direction that I should be. And I'm gonna also work on letting go of shame and um, and those toxic feelings that we self-talk um, that we do to ourselves. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So. There's one thing you said, Lily, about just like the shame and guilt and anger. Uh, I heard something today in a message that I was listening to that there, there's a bottom line to anger, and at the root of anger, it's usually sadness. You're mm. sad about something that you couldn't control or something that happened to you, and so your response is anger. And I had never thought about that. And so when I, like today, if I got mad or angry or short um, with something that wasn't going my way or a kid that wasn't behaving the way I wanted them to or a conversation, I kind of, it made me pause for a second. And think like oh I feel mad but what am I really? And I'm like, oh I think I'm I'm sad that my kid chose to act that way. Yeah. That made me sad. And then that turned into anger. And it just made me address it differently.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yep.
1: Yeah, I as I heard your kind of intro, the first thing that I was thinking about is Oh my gosh like we could do an entire podcast on just that like as you were just gonna name off all those things that you need to declutter it's like gosh how do we practically get rid of that shame or those toxic thoughts and like what are some practical ways that we can do that on a day-to-day basis because i think that is what just like oh it consumes so much of our time and energy and it takes away our peace and um i know a lot of it is letting the Holy Spirit within
0: you, but do you guys have any other ideas? So when I start to feel that shame or that whatever it is, I just give it to the Lord. I just say, Lord, I am in that moment, literally right when I feel that gut punch or whatever it is, right, I'm just, that thought comes across my mind and I stop and I close my eyes and I and I say to myself, Lord, please take that away from me please take that feeling away from me please please just take it away please forgive me and help me not to do that again
1: yeah yeah that's
0: have to stop it right in the act, i think yeah Yeah, so
1: that way and and talking through it externalizing it um counseling like i am 100 percent a proponent for
0: Mm, counseling
1: for everybody whether you have been something or don't think you've been through something or think you're super messed up or don't think you're messed up at all, then you really might be counted if you don't think you're messed up at all. <laughs> I think we all need to recognize that we all need uh, some, some extra help sometimes because we're human. Uh, but yeah, I think verbalizing it, putting a name to it, that's what's really helped me is talking it out because I, I know I'm feeling something but sometimes I need somebody to help me with the words of what I'm feeling. And for a long time, uh, I struggled with that, not being able to name it, not being able to name what was cluttering my mind or my positive emotions, um, but I just needed help. I needed help putting words to it.
0: That's awesome, yeah, that's that's good, Kara. Yep, putting words to it, naming it, yep.
1: Yeah, and then uh, also thinking about decluttering, I think about, um, I had a student who was just phenomenal, so incredible. Um, She actually wrote out everything that she was involved in as a college student. And she wrote next to it kind of, how is this serving me? How am I serving it?
0: Mm. And
1: if if it was just something to like, on your resume or just kind of add to it but she had no purpose being there really and really it wasn't serving her she just got rid of it because she realized she was so busy doing things that didn't really matter that she wasn't doing anything super well and so she wrote out her whole list and then she wrote out her values like the things that she valued and what she wants her priorities to be and then she matched the things that she was involved in and uh, leading and participating in. And if they didn't align with her values, she just mixed them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is so mature. Yes. I should do that. I should stop saying yes and stop and think, you know, does this, would, if I was a part of this, would I actually serve it well?
0: Yes. I think we, what she did as a college student, I think we, as as a mom should look at that too for our kids. Cause we tend mm-hmm. to push our kids, you know, well, we need to do that and you, yeah, you can do this. And they want to do so many things, right? But gosh, mm-hmm. man, thinking of it like that, that could be a game changer for some families. Yeah,
1: and a favorite quote of mine is, if God doesn't make you think, or if the devil doesn't make you think, he will make you busy
0: mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah, he, I realize, but,
1: yeah. Yep. like if he's not going to make you do the worst thing ever he's going to at least distract you from god so you don't have the peace of just sitting with god and being calm you don't have your focus on jesus because you're so distracted getting from here to there and checking off all the to-dos which sometimes we have to do that um as people we have those seasons we call them grit seasons and we just have to get through but you still have to make that time to declutter your heart mind and soul and just focus on god yeah I love that.
0: me too i'm writing down that quote right now
1: yeah i um it's funny because i just this morning um uh, was listening to a church message um, from Christ Place, the church that I go to in, in Nebraska. And um, it was Pastor Bruce who was, who, was tell, who was talking. And a lot of his message was all about um, just the busyness of our lives and how really like all of this clutter, um, it just is really a distraction. And he was talking about how busyness is really a tool that the enemy uses. That was his exact quote. And I thought, well, that must mean something. Carries something that should. And I think there is just a lot of truth to that. And his whole message um, was so good because he was talking about how if you can really truly learn how to declutter, I don't know if that's the word that he used, but I, that's kind of what he was talking about. If you could, if you can learn how to prioritize, really, that is what's going to lead to freedom. Mm-hmm. And so many people live in like this bondage and find that freedom and really it like starts here with decluttering and how um, just how powerful it can be if you really do learn the art of it Um, a couple of things that he that he had said that oh my gosh it just like gut-punched me just like you said before is because um, okay so he said the fear the biggest fear that I have is that at the end of my life I have only been successful in the things that don't matter at all. Mm. And he said that's a fear for himself and that was a fear for his own children. Is that we have been so successful in spending all these times and like spinning our wheels on things that just don't matter. And I just thought that was really, really powerful. Um and he had he had given three tips for how you can kind of declutter and um, just give some tips on how to even start. And the first one was, humbly ask the Holy Spirit to show you where you need to be cluttered. And it, that's a good start because sometimes it's like, you know, there's so many, so much going on in our lives that's like where do you even start. And so I think, I thought that was a good, um, just a good advice to say, okay, start with just asking the Holy Spirit to show you what is the number one thing that I need to be cluttered in my life. Because if you think about the 10 things or 20 things rather than the one biggest thing I think it can be overwhelming Yeah. yeah. Um, the second one that he said was um, do what the Holy Spirit or God has already spoken you to do and um, I I guess I I could think of many times where I felt like God was wanting me to maybe not do something or give something up and, and then you just keep doing it even though you know maybe you're not supposed to be doing it and so the second tip was um if, if he's already spoken that to you then then do it and then the third one was obey god make the adjustments and take the action um, once you figure out what those adjustments need to be then be brave enough to take the action
0: mm-hmm.
1: um i think the biggest story of a time in my life where i dramatically had to declutter Yeah, I had all four while I was there, all four of my kids. And um, it just came to a point where I was at this place they were talking about where it was like, this is not working. I am just like Kara explained, like I'm not doing anything well, and I knew God was telling me it was time for me to um, make some changes, and so if I I took a big step. A big step in faith where I I quit my job without knowing what I was going to do next because I knew that my experience at that time had to be dramatic in order for me to like just really declutter what was going on in my life Um, it was just way too much and I remember a couple weeks and maybe even months after where there would be moments of my day where I would it would just be me and it would be quiet and i remember just feeling so uncomfortable because i wasn't used to that like every minute of my day it was planned really out for that and i really felt like god had showed me he's like this is why i wanted you to do this because right now here in this moment i just want you and me i just want you and me like i don't even want your kids here right now i don't want your husband here right now i want you you and me That's and awesome. so um yeah that was just one moment, and I'm so thankful that, that God took me down that road because it, once you can kind of take a step back and see where the clutter is, um, it's pretty eye-opening. Um, mm-hmm. The other, did you guys have anything else on that before I kind of go on to some other? No. Kind of exercise, and okay, Kara, are you good? Yeah, I, I just love that. Okay. I just uh, was thinking about God's character and how He sometimes. It feels like you're being told in a million different places and you're just like, how am I doing this? You're in this like survival season. And then it gets taken away. And like, I just feel like God of, you know, if you were sitting next to you, he would just put his hand underneath your chin and say, I needed you to go through that to see how important this is. Yeah, You and me, mm-hmm. like I care for you so much. Mm-hmm. I want you to have a good life and serve the way that I know your heart desires to serve and be the mom I know you desire to be and the wife you know and just go on and he if you take that step in obedience he creates that space he allows us to step into that with him mm-hmm. and so I yeah I was just sitting here thinking about God's character and like I just blown away by it every single time mm-hmm. I love that I mean you can tear up a little bit about that yeah I love with he is sometimes more uh, aggressive in telling us, "Hey, it is time to make big changes." You know, sometimes he's <laughs> quiet, sometimes he's loud. I do appreciate the times when he is like, "Run!" <laughs> yes. <laughs> <I get> together.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, as far as the, the other little tidbits that I have, I just wanted to just give just a little key points as far as like how we can declutter. Um, through exercise and um, and just like our mind and our diet, food, just um, coming from the like, floor physical therapist in me, I'm just thinking about how we can see clutter just to make us more healthy. Um, one thing that I have learned, and I've tried this forever and ever, but it's something that I've been doing for the last month or two that has been really amazing. And I know that you're like, well, God, Aaron, up in the morning and working out um with the sunrise trying to run outside like literally seeing the sunrise and i never realized how much that allowed me to declutter my mind where before if i would wait until you know afternoon or evening all throughout the day it's on my mind like i need to make sure i get my workout in i need to make sure that i'm doing this what should i do for my workout this afternoon as opposed to i get up and i do it. And then it's like, oh my gosh, my mind is free. And while I'm working out, I can declutter or do that kind of brain dump in the morning of the things that the list that I have to do so that when I get my day started, it's with a fresh mind. And so, um, and trust me, I have been trying to implement this in my life for years and years, um, but it's just a real, I think it can be a powerful tool. Do you guys agree with that?
0: Oh, 100%.
1: Yes. yes. Yep. 100%. Mm-hmm. And it's tough. Like at the beginning, you're like, oh, my do going off. What have I done? But then, mm-hmm. man, you get out the door, and you're like, this is good. This is so good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a better day for everybody. Myself, dogs, yes. with my kids, and my husband, and, you know, whoever I meet with that day. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, and then the other thing that I was thinking about is how we can declutter through what we put into our body, um, through food and drinks and just thinking about, okay, is there one thing that we can declutter out of our, like, literally take it out of our kitchen because we know that this is not healthy for us, whether it is a drink or a food that we, um, that we just love but we know it's not good for us. If it's just one thing that we can take out, I just wanted to challenge everybody Um, to do that and then I also wanted to talk about um, I see a lot of women who struggle with um, incontinence or just like bladder issues in general and so I did just want to bring up just in case people don't know um, some of the most destructive foods or bladder irritants that could be contributing to any sort of bladder issues whether that's increased frequency or stress incontinence, urge incontinence or any combination of that or even just all the floor issues in general. Um, The top seven most destructive foods. Do you guys want to guess any of these or you want me to just name them off?
0: I have no clue. Yeah, sugar. No clue? No clue.
1: Okay, all right. So number one, alcohol. I guess I should say this is not in any like, alcohol's worse than the rest, but I'll just name them off. Alcohol, tobacco, soft drinks, tea, artificial sweeteners, chocolate, and coffee. And there is some studies that suggest that more citrusy type foods can also affect the bladder. So if you can just look at that list, I'll call tobacco, soft drinks, tea, artificial sweeteners, chocolate, coffee. I know some of those are like, I can't give it up. And I agree. (laughs) I can't, it (laughs) won't. But if we can just think of one, one on that list and it's like this is clearly not good for me and i know it's not good for me and i know my body's gonna feel better if i eliminate it or decrease it i i think i think we can challenge ourselves to eliminate it i think it would be good to challenge yourself to do that but even if it's decreased it i think i think your body
0: would really appreciate it and for sure bladder health will improve. that's awesome that's great advice yeah Thank you. All right, ladies. Miss yeah, um, Kara, will you pray for us?
1: Absolutely. I'd love to. Okay. God, thank you for technology um, that we've been using, but now it seems even more important as Lily is what seems like, you know, millions of miles away. God, I just so think that we can still be connected and still um, get to do this podcast together. Uh, I know that it just serves me so well, and I am so influenced by these two ladies and just so thankful Mm -hmm. that I get to hear their wisdom and be a part of what they have to say, God. Uh, Thank you for putting the topic of decluttering on our hearts. Uh, It's been a great reminder for me to uh, give myself a little check of what I'm focusing on, Lord, and I just pray that you can give hearts as well just to... Have a little heart check, Lord, that we can just be focused on you because I know that's going to, if we are focused on you, it's going to change our household, which is then going to change our neighborhoods and our workplaces, and then move on to our communities and our cities and our states, God. Um, it just, it all starts with the heart check to to focus on you, and I pray that you convict hearts to do that. God, you are good and faithful. We love you, and we pray all this in your name. Amen.
0: Amen. That's it for this week. We hope you enjoyed the discussion. As always, you can reach out to Aaron, Kara, or myself on our Facebook page, More Jesus Less Sugar, Instagram, at J Less S, or connect with us by sending us an email at More Jesus Less Sugar at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Thanks for growing with us here at MJLS. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon.